police in the morning. Disc one, full length movie, main menu, play movie, extras, theatrical trailer, sizzle reel. Oh, fuck it. I'm Corey. <laughs> and I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, it's October, so that means cult classic month here at B-Movie Bros. And we're taking a look at Aqua Teen Hunger Force, colon movie film for theaters for DVD. I- I'm not reading you the back of the box for this one, guys. It- it's the fucking menu for two different discs. And you know what? It, it, it tells you nothing about the movie. I mean, there's a picture of Moon and Knights flicking you off and a dead Frylock on the back, so... I mean, that kind of sums it up pretty well, I think. Uh, that and just listen to the Octane Hungers for us um, theme song and you're good. So, let, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. Paul, go ahead and get us started. Alright, let's start with the top three. So, going into this movie, I was kind of afraid that it was going to try really hard to imitate all the random, bizarre shit from the Adult Swim show, and it would end up being kind of kind of a cheap ripoff. However, it ended up having the same kind of charm as the series, and pays homage to various episodes and characters while being its own kind of entertaining entity. Number two. There were so many great cameos of Aqua Teen Hunger Force characters in this movie, I expected to see characters like the Moonanites, the Plutonians, Dr. Weird, and of course, Frylock, Shake, and Meatwad, and Carl. But, I mean, there were some nice surprises, like the ghost, the robot ghost of Christmas past from the future, MCP Pants, was reincarnated again as a fly this time. Um, you randomly see Willie Nelson and um, Boxy Brown, so that was kind of cool. And, you know, you even see Time Lincoln from the ending credits of the show, and that was nice. Number one. I appreciate the fact this movie pretends to be an origin story for Frylock, Shake, and Meatwad, but it's really not. It's just a bunch of ridiculous shit that makes no sense at all. Exactly like what I was hoping for. So for me, number three, uh, the opening song, and I'm not talking about the theme song to Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which is awesome in and of itself, but this movie actually has an opening where you get like the classic fucking, you know, snack bar treats, like, singing. It's all good. And then they come across modern snacks that are all, like, fucking heavy metal and, like, full of, like, piercings and shit. And they do a death metal, like, let's all go to the snack bar, except it's all about, you know, we've got your money, so fuck you. And it is... Bite your torso and give you a disease. It is amazing. Every movie should start that way. Exactly. Number two. The movie is a coherent and successful attempt to make a movie version of a TV show. I mean, it feels just like the episodes of the show. Um, Not like other movies, versions of TV shows from the time period. I can think specifically like The Simpsons movie, which was just a piece of shit. Like, you know, this movie, I I felt like it was going to be horrible because you were taking a 15-minute, you know, segment show... And turning it into an hour and 20 minutes. But it it felt just like I was watching an episode of the show. I didn't get bored. I didn't say, wow, this is too much. I was like, yeah, this is, this makes sense. Or at least as much sense as Aqua Teen ever makes. I feel like with Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you either do it right or you don't do it. And then number one. The movie incorporates many characters from the show in ways that stay true to those characters. And it... 
like I said about the uh, everything else, it makes about as much sense as anything else in the Aqua Teen universe, universe of how things come together and how they interact and how they're around each other. But, you know, they don't change characters and they don't seem out of place to me at any time for being there. And it's glorious. So, on to the bottom. Paul? Number three. So I was glad to see that characters like MCP Pants and, you know, the Moon Knights were in the film. However, they really didn't do anything other than show up and, you know, stand in the background. And then they for were kind of forgotten about for the most part. I still appreciated it, but they didn't really meld into the story as a whole. The way, like, the robot Ghost of Christmas Past from the Future and Dr. Weird did. In some ways, their appearance, like kind of seemed like it was just catering to fans, which isn't necessarily bad, but it just doesn't feel like something Aqua Teen Hunger Force would do. It kind of just barely escapes that, but at times I'm thinking, Does, do they really need to be here? Number two. So, Frylock, spoiler, Frylock created Dr. Weird, but gave him fake memories about Dr. Weird creating him all along, and Along with Snake, with Shake, Meatwad, and um, Biddle, the giant nugget, um, which was all fake as well, because everyone was apparently created by Walter Mellon in a nine-layer bean burrito. It's just too many fucking twists and everything. I mean, I was, I was expecting random shit from Aquatine Hunger Force, but like, yeah, they're just throwing like twist and twist at me. It's hard to keep up with. And how exactly does time work in the Aqua Teen universe? Like, I mean, it doesn't seem to work the way it does in real world, in the real world. I mean, the flashbacks are constantly contradicting themselves. I mean, they'll interlap um, time periods like thousands of years ago is in 1482 or something like that. And not to mention the ghost of Christmas past from the future is a walking contradiction. I mean, I'm thinking about this way too much. I, I, I gotta stop. Yeah, it, it, it's, I, I think it was just kind of more, you know, them making fun of genre stereotypes and, you know, flashbacks and things with contradicting uh, title cards and shit. Just, just gotta go with it. It's like the creator of JoJo said, it, it just works. Number one. The movie felt at times like a bunch of episodes kind of mixed together with storylines that didn't really fit together. There was the whole Insanoflex shit with the Plutonians and the robot ghost of Christmas past from the future, which connected to the Insanoflex story, but really didn't connect with the story of the Aqua Teens, um, not origin story, which, I mean, sort of does with Walter Mellon trying to create the Insano Gym, but by that point the Plutonians were already gone. I think um the robot was gone as well, and I don't know. It was just bizarre, and I don't. Doctor Weird was there, and he was there was a whole thing with him creating the Aqua Teens, but actually Frylock created him. That bullshit, and I guess that connects to the Insano Flex thing because he was trying to use um Carl's muscles from the Insanoflex to fight Frylock. I, I don't fucking know. It was just... It, it felt really cluttered at times. It's it's all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I expect from Octane Hunger Force, and I kind of like... I, I definitely like the fact that they didn't try to explain their origin stories, like, seriously, because that would have been bullshit. 
but at the same point, it did feel like it was a bunch of episodes that weren't connected, trying to be connected, and it just felt very cluttered and disorganized at times. For me, number three. So, like Paul said, a bunch of spoilers here. Number three, apparently Frylock is a woman trapped in a man's body and something about Oprah and plastic vaginas and... He's a lesbian. It doesn't make sense. Like, I I just, I was like, okay, I I don't know if they're doing this just because it's like, hey, this is ridiculous, let's put it in there, or if, like, they want it to actually be, like, canon or, you know, something that makes sense in some ridiculous way or... I don't know, it, just, it didn't fit in with anything in the movie, and it was just kind of a stupid line. I, I do like how they how they try to explain it, and it just makes even Ex- less sense. Explain it and not explaining it. Plastic novelty vagina. So, number two. How exactly did Shake kill Meatwad? I mean, I'm sure Meatwad has had worse injuries than a shotgun blast and survived it. I mean, I mean come on, like... There's no reason he should have been actually dead from what Shake did to him. He's a he's a pile of fucking meat. He gets spread out all over the place all the time. Like it, uh, there's he turned no. Turned a hot dog and an igloo. I mean, it was it was just for the sake of the plot to play the drum solo of life. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Did Meatwad die at any point during the series? I mean, everyone else did. Like Carl dies in like every episode. Shake killed himself and got trapped in a video game, and I'm sure he died other times. And Frylock died a few times. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I it just it, it doesn't sit well with me. And number one, the movie just kind of ends. There's there's no explanation. There's no continuation of it in the show. It just ends. They're just like, hey, here's this giant plot point, and then boom, the movie's over. Like, Why could Teen Hunger Force really have a plot? I, 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 you know, they're they're like, here's here's who your mother is, and they're like, hi, and then it's like end, like. I, I don't know. I felt like I felt like there was another like five to ten minutes of the movie. Not like not much longer of the movie. Just like just a couple minutes more is is all there should have been. At the same point, it's kind of like well then, which is kind of like the reaction you have to every episode of Aquatine Hunger Force. I think most episodes end just kind of randomly with like something happening. And it's like all right then. Well, we I, we. Quoted the movie a couple times so far, but we still have to give it a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. But we're not using lines from the theme song. So I'm going to start us out with, don't pull your penis out unless you really need to. No one will catch time, Lincoln. The wet slap of metal hands on raw meat. That's a gay chicken. Feel the sweet embrace of Satan's hoof against your face. Satan will rain down your throat with hot acid and dissolve your testicles and turn your guts into snakes. Satan is a motherfucker. You can't beat my meat for a special treat. <laughs> that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to tell us, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on the shot scale. Our shot scales are reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I also gave it a 3 out of 10. I mean, seriously, is there any form of Aqua Team that doesn't require drinking to understand or comprehend during it? All the main recurring characters from the show are there. The story's nonsensical. Things explode. Random shit happens. It's hilarious and awesome. 
But you really have to know and appreciate the show to truly understand and have fun with this movie. Otherwise, you're probably just kind of coming in and going like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's probably yeah, the best way to come into it. You, you, I feel like you need to have the background of the show to, to actually be one with this movie. But it's just, it's just so random and chaotic and crazy stuff that I, I do really enjoy this movie, but I had to I give it a three just to cope with the ridiculous. So I remember watching Aquatine Hunger Force for the first time many years ago when I was a kid. At the time, it was one of the most bizarre things I'd seen. Yet, I found myself watching it over and over again, not really sure why I enjoyed it. Years later, I'm still not really sure why I, let, why I enjoy it, but I do. Aquatine Hunger Force colon movie for theaters on DVD has all the nonsensical insanity that the Adult Swim show has while not relying entirely on old gimmicks and cameos, though it does have plenty of those. At times, there's just way too much shit thrown into the film, and it starts feeling cluttered, and characters just kind of show up just to hang out in the background. However, if you're a fan of the show, then you'll more than likely enjoy this film as well. It's number one in the hood, she. Yeah, one, I had to. The one thing I wish they would have done in this movie was... You know, in order to combat the Insane Flex, I wish they would have just gone and summoned, summoned Super Mega Ultra Chicken. Rice. Chicken. Rice. One convenient locations in Africa. I do have to say, one after the, like, the one opening with the, with the, um, let's all go to the lobby metal band, they had, um, a longer version of the opening where they had all this crazy, like, art going on it that was really cool yeah it was i mean there are so many points in this movie that i I enjoy and i love but uh you know there's also points where you you have to just think you know are there ways to drink away this flick drink away this flick so come on and grab your drink let's drink away this flick we'll give some drink games for this film but remember friends drink responsibly number one every time the ghost of christmas past from the future humps something take a drink number two every time dr weird laughs Take a drink. Number three, whenever a new character is introduced, take a drink. Number four, anytime the Moon Knights appear on screen, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Cult Classic Month, anytime you make a connection between two cult classics we've reviewed, take a drink. And a great example for this movie is Chicken Biddle is actually voiced by Bruce Campbell, who starred in The Evil Dead. So every time he speaks, you can take a drink. That one's on me. Why not? Every time someone plays a musical instrument, take a drink. Every time there's a flashback or a flash forward something, take a drink. Every time there's an explosion when somebody throws something, take a drink. And every time someone loses a limb, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else Beamer related, you can leave us a comment in either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at beamerbros.gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash beamerbros, follow us on Twitter at beamerbros, or my personal Twitter at beamerbros. You can check out check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website beamerbros.com, where new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. We've come to the end of week two here for Cult Classic Month number whatever. And Four or five, something. We have two movies uh, to rank. So for me, at number two, although it's hilarious from beginning to end, it's got to be at number two for me. Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters for DVD. It's I, I it's hard for me to like pick apart what's bad about this movie, what I don't like. 
But in the number one spot, I had to put Tremors. It's just, it's a fantastic monster flick. It's from my childhood. Burt Gummer is my spirit animal, and I, I might have to betray him later in this month. Yeah, number two, I picked Aqua Teen Hunger Force, colon, movie for theater on DVD. I really enjoy it. It's really weird ranking it against Tremors or most other films, because it's, you know, not really a proper comparison, but Tremors is better as a movie, I guess. It kind of, as far as films go, it works better as a film than Aqua Teen Hunger Force, colon, movie for theater on DVD. Though I still enjoyed them both. Well, next week, there's one important question, Paul. What would that be? Who are you going to call? Oh, I think I know where this is going. Is it Ghostbusters? Indeed. Straight from 1984, Ghostbusters. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we- <laughs> <laughs>